Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Week 16 of the National Football League season is here. One game in the books. We got a whole schedule, Mike, spread out over the next uh, three days or so. Saturday, Sunday, and then Christmas Day, the triple header. The uh, the stretch run is here. And before we get to your rankings, uh, what slate do you like best? The the appetizer, the meal that is Sunday, or the dessert that we've got with the triple header on, on Monday? Well, dessert, because, you know, I, I'm, I'm a guy who likes a nice port when mm-hmm. I go to a you know rich uh, rich food and then sure. uh, a nice port to finish off my meal and I mean that's Baltimore San Francisco that's a two hundred twenty two dollar get in ticket yeah that's nice right yeah right and stuff. and the Giants and little Tommy DeVito so you know Fox will have a bunch of uh, vignettes of him uh, against Philadelphia and and Kansas City Las Vegas should still have some fireworks to it uh, doesn't take away from. You know some of the other matchups we got. I mean, your your Seahawks and the Tennessee game uh, with potentially Ryan Tannehill playing gets kind of interesting. Uh, and then you know, unfortunately, Saturday, you know, we now find out not only do you already have the East. No disrespect to Easton Stick, but you know when this was on the calendar as Herbert and Allen at SoFi, I was like, yeah, let's go. And now you don't have Keenan Allen. Uh, it's it's just a mess. So the commercial free. 
And I, I just found this out today that the fourth quarter will be commercial free on Peacock. And that's my my version of running clock. That like, sounds let's about just right. Get, get us out of Bill's Chargers <laughs> as fast as you can. We're not going to have any commercials. So, uh, yeah, no Keenan Allen in that game and maybe no reason to watch in the fourth quarter. What, what do you think the lower third's going to look like, though? Oh. You know, stream this now on Peacock. Sure. Stream this <laughs> coming. You know, this one premieres next week. Hey, if you miss this movie in the theaters, it's available now because that's one of the things Peacock does pretty well is the, all right, we're, we're not quite done with the theatrical run, but we're down to like one or two showings a day so now it's up on peacock <laughs> so you can stream it now right uh, so you, you have those i have way too many streaming services as you can tell dan and i'm slowly but surely figuring out the nuances of them and eventually have to f- start charging my children to watch them well ryan bershinger will be giving us his streaming defenses at the end of this podcast but now it's time for mike Harmon to shine mike Harmon's top five quarterbacks of week 16 you know, I hate the matchups for quarter. I like I love the matchups as a fan, as a fantasy player slash whatever you call this analyst. We'll do that because it's less offensive a term to me than that whole expert thing that people put out. Uh, the quarterback position stinks for all your normal <laughs> normal stars, but it's the you have to play them. So how do we sort them out? Uh, Justin Fields up against Arizona, twenty six passing touchdowns allowed, eighth most fantasy points allowed per game. Everything rolling with DJ Moore. Uh, I expect the run game to get going. Yeah, this is uh, this was once upon a time slated as the battle for the number one pick. Well, it's not that anymore. Uh, Josh Allen going up against the those Chargers. Sixth most tel- t- touchdowns allowed over the course of the year. 23, just seven picks. And look, that's a team that's finishing. My only fear is that he doesn't have to throw the ball a bunch because they run the hell out of it because the Chargers were bad even when they were trying. Uh, Patrick Mahomes going up against Las Vegas. This one is uh, one of those counterintuitive intuitive moments because look the the Raiders have been pretty good giving up just 15 fantasy points per game but this is one and we'll get into the hot plays and and um, somebody who's returning that should help get that offense flowing as the Chiefs try to get right for the playoffs Uh, number four We'll go with him. Yeah, we'll slide Jalen Hurts in against the Giants. Uh, you look at their their passing numbers. They've allowed 18 touchdowns, but they do have 13 takeaways. This is where the you know, go and vulture the touchdown from DeAndre Swift saves you in the fantasy realm. And then for number five, I'm going to go with a little bit of a price shot and look at Jared Goff against Minnesota. What could be the first of three matchups between these squads in the next three weeks? But uh, looking at uh, an opportunity here for Goff and company uh, to keep things going, particularly the backfield getting involved in the passing game. Notice that I leave Dak out just one shy because I wonder if Dallas – you know, struggles struggles a little bit, or maybe Tony Pollard actually comes to play. I, I'm not sure. I, you know, this is one of those curiosities. The uh, Dolphins just given up 16 fantasy points per game. Normally, Dak's been the set it and forget it until last week. He was a guy everybody was championing for MVP. Now he can't even crack my top five, Dan. I do like Jalen Hurts at number four. I think that the Eagles will try to take this opportunity to get right, especially with the passing game. And I think you'll see that against the Giants. But that Cowboys-Dolphins game reminds me of a, a year or two ago when we thought that the Cowboys and Chiefs were going to have this track meet up and down the field and then it ends up like 13 to 9 or whatever it was. It was quite the stinker. Well, that's the Kansas City. No, that's it, Dan. It's 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 the tough one trying to read the tea leaves. And you look at the over under on that one, and and it is salty at at forty nine and a half. But I'm like, did did the Dolphins just get to work like the Bills did a week ago? And just bludgeon them? 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's in the Dolphins' nature, but, you know, and we, I think Tyreek Hill will play. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're going to see 38 to 35. I think fantasy, uh, I've got a lot of shares and a lot of guys in that game, so I wouldn't mind seeing it, but. Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't mind that, but, yeah, I don't think we're going to, we're going to see that. Moderately concerned there myself, although I did like all the, uh, the footage of McDaniel that got out. I, I couldn't bleep it enough to make it usable for air, but it was good. Yeah, and it's good that uh, the Dolphins will be wearing their throwbacks. So we there get, you go. Uh, yeah, get a look at the uh, the old sharp unis. All right, let's get to the running backs. We'll see if there's any Mostert or Pollard or A-Chan of these rankings. Mike Harmon's top five running backs for Week 16. Well, let's dance with who brung us. Over the last four weeks, James Cook has been a wizard for fantasy owners uh, and picking up uh, a lot of efforts, not only as a runner, but also as a receiver. Chargers uh, tied for six most allowed uh, fantasy points per game to running backs at almost 22 per. And you look at the way... um, Cook has gone the the last four weeks. He's just been incredible, and that offense has taken off with him. And again, Josh Allen fans uh, and fantasy owners can be a bit salty about it. Uh, take your five catches for 83 yards and the touchdown that he sends to Cook and to look to build off of that. Uh, Rashad Weiss, uh, one of the great stories of the year. He's been fantastic. Uh, a matchup against uh, Jacksonville where, where maybe some of it doesn't quite work when you look at the fantasy points allowed per game, but where you're going to find some love here uh, as he's been active in the in the passing game the last couple of weeks as well Jacksonville allowing 94 receptions to opposing running backs how about Mostert going up against Dallas yep let's uh, dance with who brung us in terms of touchdowns and piling it up uh, Christian McCaffrey at the four spot that matchup I have no idea what like I it's one that I want to sit back and, and sip my my hot drink maybe or maybe a little bit of uh, liquor finds the way to the bottom of the glass I don't know Dan uh, but for fantasy purposes Really nervous uh, to see how that one unfolds. Uh, Baltimore fifth best against running backs, but it's McCaffrey. Uh, and then number five, Chuba Hubbard going up against Green Bay, the ninth most fantasy points per game. Yeah, maybe getting a little bit cheeky, maybe getting a little bit bold, but you know what? Uh, you know, wasn't that Matt Damon's commercial, Fortune Favors the Bold? Didn't they steal that from somewhere? Oh, wait, that was a crypto ad. Oh, no! <laughs> maybe, maybe the same. Uh, the same could be going for Jill Barry because uh, that could be falling flat on its face. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, so Packer fans not happy, and who would have thought that a Panthers running back is a top play this late in the season? But that's what we've got. And yeah, the Niners Ravens game. Um, yeah, I do think you have to play McCaffrey uh, for sure, and he should be a top five. I think the Niners are going to win this game, and they're going to do it either. In a way, Mike, where I think it's either through the air or on the ground. And I know that sounds really generic. The point is, I think one of them gets shut down. So I don't know if it's the running game in Ayuk and Debo or if it's just McCaffrey and then Purdy's the one kept in check. I think the Niners win, but I don't think that they do it both ways against Baltimore. Yeah, it is one of the more curious games. I did a a spot uh, that I've been doing forever in Baltimore uh, early on Thursday, and and they're asking me about the game. I'm like, I'm excited to just sit and watch it, right? All the debates about the different players, MVPs and whatever else, but it's it's a chess match that I think will be a lot of fun. Uh, To to punctuate your uh, Joe Barry comment, it. Um, you know, it's the latest in a long list of 2023 being the year that we're unfiltered at the microphone when Matt LaFleur starts calling out the defense. Like, everybody's just doing it this sure, year. Sure. Like, it used to be that, you know, we need to clean some stuff up. 
you know, we're struggling, you know, in this capacity. Now it's just that guy stinks. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's that's where we're at. Players this year. griping as well. Yeah, kind of a uh, it is a mess on that side of the ball for Green Bay. All right, let's get to the top five wide receivers for Week 16. All right, let's go. A.J. Brown going up against the Giants, as you said, a potential uh, for a big outing here in the past game. Fifth, fifth most fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Uh, maybe they'll actually get the catch instead of trying for pass interference. Sorry, too soon. Uh, I had to do it. Uh, Tyreek Hill back at practice against Dallas. Uh, they are one of the best against wide receivers for fantasy purposes, but uh, as we know, scheme them up, and Yak is always your friend. Uh, Stephon Diggs going up against the Chargers. Let's let I'm just picking on the Chargers. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, they're the third worst against opposing wide receivers. Mike Evans going up against Jacksonville. Ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers and a nice spot for Baker Mayfield. We'll get to him uh, in a minute. And then fifth, DJ Moore going up against the Arizona Cardinals secondary. Um, wide receiver running back I feel a little uh, stronger about than uh, where we're at with the quarterbacks this week, Dan. We're, uh, it's just great matchups for, uh, for our eyes, but maybe not for our point totals. And those quarterbacks have kind of taken a hit with some of the injuries that we've seen and whatnot. But uh, familiar names definitely in the top five. There are some familiar names that Mike didn't mention, but you're likely to hear them next in his hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas. Hit them up at Swollen Dome. You can find me at Dan Bayer on Fox and our executive producer is Ryan Bershinger. You can find him at Ryan Bershinger. The hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas next here on I Want Your Flex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, welcome back. I want your flex week 16 fantasy playoffs edition. We already have our top fives uh, loaded up. Ryan Bershinger with me here. Our guy, Dan Byer. Uh, he'll be back a little later with his give me one reason and some thoughts on the ram- rambling that I'm doing here. He's a little under the weather battling through. Uh, it is that time of year. So everybody, uh, you know, get that extra vitamin C, maybe uh, steal a nap as you can. Uh, and we roll it through. Ready, Bersh? Let's, uh, let's, let's have some fun. Beautiful. Because we got some great names that find their way. All right, hot plays. Let's start here. Baker Mayfield teased it a little bit earlier with Mike Evans in the wide receiver rankings, but opportunity here against Jacksonville, third most fantasy points allowed. Uh, as we record this podcast, you still have Trevor Lawrence in concussion protocol. Chaos potentially is ensuing on the other side, and Tampa still with an opportunity to go and, and claim their division. This one, one of the matchups of the week for me. Uh, Joe Flacco going against the planet Houston. He was on the injury report, but he shaved his beard, and he looks uh, resplendent and ready to go. Uh, at Houston, 10th most fantasy points allowed for them. Look, he's going to give the ball away. Uh, we've seen that multiple times um, these last couple of weeks, but especially against that game against the Bears. Can I go on a nine-minute rant about the Bears giving up another fourth-quarter lead? Oh, no, that's for another podcast. Uh, we'll stick to the fantasy here. Um, Amari Cooper being involved is very good for business. How about Brees Hall? You want to go see this guy carry to a fantasy playoff victory tickets as low as $11 Bursch at MetLife Stadium uh, as the commanders come to town six most fantasy points per game allowed it also looks like it's going to be a Trevor Simeon so if I could have gotten out to the east coast well I will I'll be down in Florida Uh, but you know if I could have gone up to New York to see my beloved Northwestern uh, alum getting after it I would have all right two guys from Kansas City make the list Pacheco coming back against Las Vegas we saw his work share uh, before the injury Uh, he'll come right back into it and then obviously Rasheed Rice we've talked about him a lot over the course of the year three top 12 fantasy performances including two top seven efforts in his last four games DK Metcalf going up against Tennessee seventh most generous to opposing uh wide receivers and let's face it uh at this point, I'll, I'll trust either guy throwing the ball, uh, whether it's Gino or, or more of the Drew Locke experience. And then finally, we got Isaiah Likely. That's right. We throw a tight end here. Um, opportunity here uh, as we we have the, the big matchup going up against uh, San Francisco. And I'm trying to find, you know, we're, we're trying to find the diamonds in the rough, guys that are emerging. And when we look at Lamar Jackson, we do all the arguments over MVPs, etc. keep trying to find that guy. And Zay Flowers at times has been. Isaiah likely is going to be a very key cog in that big Week 16 finale. 
Yeah, I, I do think Likely is a great play, especially we, we've seen him be featured in that offense, and, and Lamar's looking for him. Every game since he stepped in for Mark Andrews, uh, uh, Likely has been a startable tight end in fantasy, and I would expect that to continue. And it's just so wild. You know, Dan brought up uh, Joe Flacco in the last episode, and it is just amazing to look at you're in the fantasy postseason, and you're like, well... Joe Flacco is a pretty good play. Like, like that's yeah, no, that's where we're at in it 2023. Is. It's incredible. It's incredible. In my in my dynasty superflex, I have I have Tua, I have Joe Flacco and Jake Browning. This is a team that's 11 and three. By the way, I'm in the semifinals in the playoffs, and I'm sitting here going, "Well, I'm gonna start Joe Flacco." Do I start Jake Browning over Tua because of the fact that I don't <laughs> love Tua's matchup? And it's no. like, wow, this is the sort of decision I'm I'm mulling over where Joe Flacco is the one that I've locked into the roster. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's amazing. And and it, it's good on Joe Flacco and, and good on members of the, the Cleveland Browns where you've actually seen uh, you're able to upgrade parts of that Cleveland Browns offense because of the way that they're utilizing Joe Flacco. It's pretty impressive. Elijah Moore and mm-hmm. some of these other guys make making a bit of an impact here. Yeah, it's it's really um in it's strange we talk about strange bedfellows. That's the term I use, right? As you know, that or you know, when when we talk about, you know, there's no atheists in a foxhole or what whatever term, you know, whatever you're you're going into uh, a situation where it's like, all right, you're looking around, it's like, all right, normally we would not be in here together, but here we are. And Joe Flacco uh is one of those uh guys here uh that we look at. And obviously Njoku uh has been fantastic with him uh as well. So you put him on the radar tight end position being the mess that it has been over the course of the year burst. So uh, certainly looking for opportunities. But yeah, Joe Flacco and the Tua thing. I, I just I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like, like as, as we talked about in the first uh, segment with Dan, it's the question of, all right, is that in their nature to go and just say, hey, we're going to run the ball 40 times. Right. Right. And, and maybe it is. And may, or maybe Dallas actually uh, went to the wizard and, and found a heart. Uh, after getting run over by Buffalo. We shall see. <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, also the cold sores, Dan. Let's uh, shift there. Jordan Love going up against Carolina. He's a guy that has found his way in the back end uh, of some rosters. Again, the number of injuries uh, and certainly had that little bit of a surge. But Carolina, it's weird. Talking about the Panthers a bunch. They're actually best against quarterbacks for fantasy purposes, which is funny. Uh, Lamar and Purdy, look, you're going to play him. But obviously, this is a week where you're just going, I don't know what to expect. Uh, and so that's where we, we go to. Uh, Russell Wilson against New England. For all the jokes about the Patriots, they're st- sixth best against opposing quarterbacks. That defense is still for real. Uh, the over-under on that one's sitting at 34. Uh, Saquon Barkley against Philly. Maybe he's targeted in the pass game from Tommy DeVito. Otherwise, uh, you know Philly's uh, aptitude against the run. Travis Etienne, as much as I like that game, Tampa, eighth best to running backs. This is, again, where it's got to be a little bit of the safety valve where maybe you pile up a couple of receptions for him. Kyler Murray against Chicago. Uh, They've been piling up uh, sacks and turnovers here of late. Uh, Austin Eckler against Buffalo. Did I need to tell you not not to start him? I guess he would be 18 through 24 just based out of touch count. 
But I ha- do I have any expectations at this point? Zero. Uh, we got Brandon Cooks who disappears on the road. Home road splits are are absolutely amazing and incredible. Um, maybe a study to be uh, formed there. And then Terry McLaurin. You know, I benched him last week, and it uh, could have cost me a game. Fortunately, uh, the combination of my bad roster decisions, uh, even if I'd started all the proper plays, I still would have lost. So good. Uh, but here's a matchup against the Jets, uh, where you're looking even with the Jacoby Brissett magic that they found a little bit late, you know, kind of like the Frosty the Snowman with the hat, uh, is the idea that, you know, he's going up and maybe he gets a little bit more sauce, Gardner. Maybe you, you look at Curtis Samuel a little bit more, but I, I just can't back it, right? He becomes a back end too, but depending on my roster decisions, he easily can find his way back to the bench. It is, uh, and I think we had mentioned this last week, the fact that Austin Eckler is just so unstartable. It hurts. It's, it's awful. It's it's really bad. I mean, we sent up the warning flares before the season, so I don't feel I don't feel bad. Uh, you know, if people listen to what you and and Dan and I had, had been talking about, I don't, I don't think people pushed in for the shares. But man, this has been uh, absurd. I know, and and I was thinking about it today too with the uh, with the Keenan Allen news that he's going to be out again. Um, just like. People who, because I have Keenan Allen, but in guillotine, where you know, being that we're still alive at this point, it's I can you You can rotate out. Yeah, Yeah. I got a lot of other receivers I can go to, but in standard like ten, twelve team leagues, Keenan Allen like carried your team this year. Oh yeah, and and you probably got to the playoffs and have done pretty well. And if you got through the first week of the playoffs without Keenan Allen, you now have to try to do it again. It's it, it is it's it's the most painful season a, a fantasy player could have, right? Where you're like you you struck gold with Keenan Allen and he carried you. There were there were multiple weeks this season that he single-handedly won it for you. And now you get to the playoffs and even if you even if he was healthy, You've got Easton Stick throwing him the ball, so like it's it, it's just it's just so painful for people who have Chargers right now. Yeah, Keenan Allen, number three in PPR leagues, even after missing last week, uh, he had six games of at least twenty points. Conversely, Austin Eckler is RB twenty five. Finally, we get to our ninjas for the week. Yeah, we're going a little deeper on the the playlist. Maybe some daily fantasy uh, nuggets to be had. Uh, But we've got Nick Mullins going up against Detroit. Tied for the fifth most fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. Justin Jefferson's back. Jordan Addison, a guy that's on our list. Yeah, that's right. We've had him. Uh, he's given us some highs and lows from uh, our crew and for our extended family here in the fantasy realm uh, burst throughout the year. How about Gardner Minshew going up against uh, Tampa Bay? He gets Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor back. Well, let's go. Uh, let's finish it. All right, all right. So he can't do the same thing he did the other day to uh, Pittman, but good news that he's trending to play. Derrick Henry, I, I really had a lot of issues of whether to put him on this list or not. Because obviously the the Seahawks bottom, what, seven in terms of fantasy points allowed uh, per, per game to running backs, right? They've been terrible uh, against uh, teams that commit to the run. Is, is it Spears time? That's the only thing that, that leaves me reticent. But for Ninja purposes, uh, Derrick Henry, a guy, maybe one last run. Bijan Robinson, 
It's as much as it pains me. I've got to put him on the list. Fourth most fantasy points allowed per game to running backs. Uh, if there was ever a, hey, we've saved him for good time, uh, the joke I've made with the way my mom used to uh, take gifts from us at the holiday season and put them in the back of a closet, uh, it is now. We look at one of the Saturday matchups, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Uh, it's a chase. No Jamar Chase available, but Chase Brown is a guy they've been using uh, about 10 touches per game over the last three weeks. Uh, Joe Mixon back involved, and obviously everybody's excited about T. Higgins, Jake Browning. We can get all excited there, but, uh, you know, for rosters that have been depleted by injury, or maybe you just don't trust uh, your backup running backs, right? Your number two, number three. Here's a guy with the touch count and production has been there. Uh, I mentioned Addison a little bit before, so, you know, we've got some, uh, again, strange bedfellows here, Bursch, as we dig a little bit deeper trying to find the diamonds in the rough uh, for the fantasy purposes and and normally we love to do that in week eight Uh, not so much when it's the fantasy playoffs on the line right Dontavian wicks a guy that maybe you rise up I know I had love on the cold sores but still going to put up 200 yards right someone's got to catch it Right, right, exactly. They, because uh, uh, it looks like what no uh, Christian Watson hasn't been practicing, right? And, uh, mm. uh, but uh, yeah, that's, yeah, they're all they're all banged up, yeah, right? Everyone. I mean, their entire uh, receiving core has at least missed part of a practice uh, every day this week. So uh, opportunity knocks, yeah. uh, and maybe someone can kick in the door. I guess last um, last wide receiver to throw out there, and as much as we crush the rest of the squad. Again, somebody's going to catch a pass from Easton Stick. So you can go the Quentin Johnston route, or we look over at Joshua Palmer. I would probably side with Johnston. You know, as you seem to gain some confidence, and, and Palmer's, we hung the star on broken coverage, accounting for most of his production. Can't, you know, might get to see that again, but uh, I'll, I'll lean Johnston if we're desperate to get somebody into that Saturday night matchup. Yeah, you, you kind of wonder that, you know, with the no. No more, uh, no more Brandon Staley, uh, Tom Telesco out. You wonder if, if like maybe the people uh, uh, running the Chargers' offense right now is like, all right, let's just let's just make sure that maybe we have something with Quentin Johnson. Like, the audition, <laughs> right? Throw it up, let him go make plays in different opportunities. You yeah, know? yeah, because he he got that touchdown. I believe that was last week, right, where he had, he, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he got into the end zone. So. Um, yeah, I, I actually I do I do like that as a as a dart throw there because uh, they they they've got to be trying trying to give him the ball, um, and uh, I mean you mentioned like Michael Pittman I I love Michael Pittman and and uh, it's it's great to see that he's he should be all good to go, um, and yeah looking at like Dontavian Wicks because as you mentioned no Christian Watson a uh, uh, Jaden Reed's got a toe injury um they, they've, they've got to they got to move the ball somewhere I I mentioned him on the last episode I I do really like Ty Chandler despite the fact that yes that the Lions can mm-hmm. defend the run um but uh it, it looks like Kevin O'Connell was talking about him this week and is is uh, acknowledging that they're probably going to be giving Chandler the the workload uh, the bulk of the workload even with a healthy Alexander Madison because he's looked that good um so yeah I, I think that if the Vikings offense is going to to put up points which they they were able to do fine with Nick Mullins last week uh in this game with the Lions could easily very well be a shootout and and you may want to get pieces of that Vikings offense in there we have been banging the drum for Ty Chandler mm-hmm. all season long. Finally, finally, that time is here. And you know what? <laughs> Couldn't arrive uh, 
too soon with winning time here in a big match. Over-under in that one is 47 uh, for those unawares. And also, you're looking at Detroit and Minnesota this week, then the week between, then they'll play again. And right now, they uh, they could play each other in the playoffs as well. So uh, lots of this matchup, lots of Nick Mullins notes uh, being scrawled out for future uh, iterations of this matchup by production crews nationwide. He's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Mike Harmon. I want your flex continues next. Dan Byer rejoins talking all about the give me one reason, the start and sit of the week. Bursch with his streaming defense and, of course, a couple of survivor picks for those of you still alive. Stay tuned. That's coming up next on I Want Your Flex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
All right, now Harmon can rest. Ryan Bershinger and I will handle the uh, the final segment. Uh, at least uh, Mike can sit back and listen to us and poke fun at our at our picks here. Um, Bursch is going to give you three, uh, a couple of streaming defenses. I don't know how many he has. I, I was going to say three, so maybe you're obligated to it, Ryan Bershinger. Then I'm going to give you a guy to start and a guy to bench to give you one reason why those are happening. And then we're going to dive into the survivor. And again, if you're still alive in a survivor pool, uh, you owe us about $500,000 of that share. Because, yeah, this is, like, you're deep into it. But let's, <laughs> let's, we'll keep on with all this. And uh, Mike, you can sit there in the armchair quarterback and analyze our analyzing. Uh, do you want me to go? first with my give you one reasons first? You, yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. Uh, I'm going to give you one reason to start a guy, but it's only only, are you ready for this? In daily fantasy purposes. And it dawned on me on Monday night that Julio Jones was still a member of an NFL football team. Let's go with Mike having Jalen Hurts in his top five of quarterbacks daily fantasy only play Julio Jones because again I just think that they try to get the passing game going something that's been off track so Julio Jones off of his one catch for six yards on one target yes gets going against the New York Giants on Christmas Day it's got to happen at some point, right? The <laughs> lightning's got to strike Daily somewhere. Daily fantasy only. Don't be like, you know what? I uh, I was able to uh, bench Stephon Diggs because the guy told me to play Julio Jones. Uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go, and I'm going to give you another name to bench, uh, and that's Noah Brown of the Texans. It's a popular name because of how depleted the Texans have been. Even with Case Keenum there, Noah Brown shines when Nico Collins isn't there. Nico Collins is expected to go uh, for Houston. At least he's trending that way. So that does put a damper on what Noah Brown does for the Texans. Plus, they've got the Browns, in uh, which would be a, a tight matchup. So I'm benching Noah Brown of the Texans this week. Yeah, that's uh, that, I, I think that's a good call. It's it's very hard to play the Texans uh, receivers without C.J. Stroud, uh, even, even though they, that they've had a couple that have worked. Uh, I I wouldn't want to touch it. Yeah, Stroud. Uh, yeah, likely a no go. Case Keenum likely to go again. That is fresh off of that 229 yard performance against Tennessee that he had uh, last week. You got your streaming defenses. I do, I do. So as I mentioned uh, in in the waivers episode, uh, the Broncos' defense are is a great play against the Patriots this week. They are still owned, or they they're they're owned in less than thirty percent of leagues right now. So there's oh. you can still jump on the Broncos' defense against the Patriots. Um, I think that's a great play. I am playing the Bengals, who are available in nearly eighty five percent of leagues right now. The Bengals against the Steelers. Um, it, because what Mason Rudolph, uh, <laughs> I believe, is what's going on there. Um, I think Barstool used the picture when he didn't have his face mask on. <laughs> like they were like, Mason, like how dirty can you be? That's that's cold. Uh, yeah, no, I I'm very comfortable with playing the the Bengals defense as a play there. And uh, if we're going three, well, I don't want to. I can't say that the Bills are a stream. I was able to pick up the Bills defense on waivers this week. And they're still they're they're rostered in eighty seven and a half percent of leagues uh, against the Chargers against Easton Stick no Keenan Allen uh, I love that play but yeah if you're still looking at streaming 
Um, we have the the beautiful unstoppable force meets a, a movable object once again in the commanders playing the Jets. Uh, <laughs> I have I have previously vouched for uh, streaming the the commanders when they were playing a, a bad uh, offense, and yeah, I mean it worked against the, the Giants. I I think that was the team that I had vouched uh, to play them against. They got eleven points there, and then they proceeded to get negative six in, in back to back weeks after that. So um, not yeah, of course you you don't like the commanders defense, but they are playing the New York jets um and if you're still looking if none of those appeal to you um i see the eagles are still available in nearly half of leagues they they about they're they're rostered in roughly 60 percent of leagues uh against at home against the giants uh i know that the devito mania is taking off but i Still, I think it's taken off. I think it's ready for landing. I think though. so. Yeah, too. I think that's where we are. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's time for Tommy to to, to come back to Earth. So, uh, I would I would play the Eagles defense. All right, and here's my survivor picks. Uh, Harmon, I got your Bears. Uh, I think that the uh, the Bears as a squad against the Cardinals, I think would be a good pick. You probably only pick Chicago maybe in a couple of opportunities uh, this mm-hmm. season. So I like the Bears. And then you mentioned the Broncos, obviously at home against New England on uh, Christmas Eve night. I, I don't love that one. I like that one. I really love the Bears as a survivor play. I think they're significantly better than the Cardinals. Bears. Bears, the Bears. All right, there it is. Uh, give you one reason, streaming defenses and Survivor. And uh, that's it for week 16. So we'll be back. Harmon, you're going to be in Florida next week. Yeah, I'll be uh, dialing up from parts unknown. We'll okay. see how well the cell phone reception works. Live from the Everglades. That's uh, right. <laughs> maybe, maybe on one of those fan boats chasing gators. I don't know. Yeah. You, you never can't tell. Uh, we'll be back. We'll have episodes for you during the holiday week because we know how important week 17 is. Plus, we'll take a look back at week 16. Hopefully, week 16 goes well for you and you advance in your playoffs or strike it rich in the Daily Fantasy Leagues. And, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys. So, hope the uh, the Christmas is good and we will uh, re- Reconvene, reconvene afterwards. Let's get it on. So for my Carmen and Ryan Bershinger, I'm Dan Byer. Merry Christmas. This is Ben. I want your flex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.